The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Have you ever wondered why mean girls actually wear pink? Do you have a Zoom date coming up and want to know how to dress double O sexy like the Bond girls on screen? Or are you wanting to nail that stylish superhero off duty look? Have no fear. Cinema's Anna Wintour is here. Hi, I'm your host, Andrea Ragba, and you're listening to The Real Fashion Podcast, where we unearth the most iconic fashion moments in film and television history. This week's episode, we blur the lines between fiction and real life as we discuss Netflix's The Crown, season four. We will be talking exclusively about the Princess of Wales, Lady Diana Spencer. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, how can I just jump to season four without revealing the fashion of other women royals like the Queen herself or her sister Margaret and daughter Princess Anne? Well, to be frank, there hasn't ever been such a fashion icon to come into and then out of the royal family in modern British history than Diana. To help us explore the forever young wardrobe of Princess Diana is Simeon Nora, an artist and filmmaker from Chelsea College of Art, part of the University of Arts London. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You have me here. Oh my gosh. How are you? I'm okay. I've just been working with my art and trying to figure out how to suddenly get out of lockdown while we've been in it for like a year but yeah I actually rewatched the crown just to like just to get into this with you today because mm-hmm. I picked out a few of my favorite favorite moments um fashion wise for this I'm loving it I'm loving it what were your immediate like feelings upon watching the crown like season four especially I think I'd watch all of them keeping up to date there hasn't really been that much of a fashion moment I think for the crown I mean their accuracy is amazing with like what they actually wear I think especially when we get um like Frankie um Jackie Kennedy comes in and it's like that dress was just like amazing Mm -hmm. I think uh Princess Margaret has a few fashion moments herself where you're like I wish they were still making this clothes because I would wear it like yeah. some of her choices outfit but I think we we're all waiting for Diana to show us like to show us fashion in a sense to show us like the outfit she wore and I have to say they didn't really disappoint there are a few things with like her hair I hate the way they did her hair in the crown like I'm just not a fan of it like <laughs> I'm not a fan of her hair but I love the choice the outfit choices the mm-hmm. the youth that she brings as well to such an older cast I think she's quite like beautiful in the way she dresses the way she is the colors she wear 
I mean, that yellow jumpsuit that we see her in um, yeah. is amazing. Um, it's so, like, amazing. I remember reading about why they chose that yellow jumpsuit because I think she had a yellow era where she would wear yellow throughout. I think this was pre-Charles, um, where she would just wear yellow on top of yellow, which is so nice. I love that. I love the, like, floral print. I love the, like, um, Peter Pan color that she always wear. Um, it's just like amazing, I think. It's really interesting to look at how the crown, the crown's costume designer, Amy Roberts uses clothes to tell Diana's story, or at least like her, I don't know, like her coming of age story. So yeah. like into the royal family, it's really interesting. And obviously we know that like the majority of what we see on screen, um, you know, derives from like what happened in real life. But I just think in yeah. a fictional sense, it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. I think she was like one of the most photographed people in the world anyway. I think the, the inaccuracy would be noticeable. I think like you can get away with like what the queen wears because I think that's fine. But I think with Diana, she was such an icon to, I mean, we weren't even alive when she was like, she passed away. Yeah. Um, but he was such an icon to us even afterwards I think like even now sometimes I look at something and I'm like that's that's something Lady Diana wore like oh my god you know that Harry Style wore that um wore that vest the other day with the um not the other day like ages ago but he wore it and it has like sheeps on it yeah yeah it yeah and then I remember thinking oh my god I've seen this before and it was like oh Lady Di wore that like with the sheeps and it was red and I remember like frankly like searching for one I remember just being like I want one as well well mainly because Harry Styles I love Harry Styles but I was just like I want one like so bad but yeah I think the crown as well affects the choices that um I mean fashion in general what we're gonna see come out this this summer I think um with like polka dots coming back which I think polka dots never really dies but the Peter Pan color is I think quite um from The Crown and I think from other shows on Netflix, a real statement that I think is going to come back this season, hopefully, because I really want one. I really want a Peter Pan, like Peter Pan crown um, colour thing. I just really want one and it's so hard to find when they're not here. Yeah, I do love her clothes she wears. Which is your favourite, like, throughout The Crown? I don't know if this is a cop-out, but it'd be the last thing we see her in, that black dress. Because of what it stands for, and also we're going to go into it a bit later, but because of the historical, like, context and how, like, it was very much a who wore it better, like, moment mm. with that dress. I think the contrast between, um, can I say her name, Camilla Parker Bowles, yeah. like, the <laughs> dresses, the way Camilla Parker Bowles dresses and then the way Princess Diana dresses is, like, so different and then kind of, like, shows you a lot as well like I think it tells you a lot um about like I think there's no given that we're gonna like like Princess Diana right like there's there's not much of a debate in that but I think it makes you like her more because of the clothes she wears you're just like this woman obviously had style and had class and was like amazing in the crown when Mm -hmm. she first meets Charles she yeah. is dressed as she's basically dressed as a tree, right? It uh, for like a Midsummer Night's Dream play. She's in a yeah. dance costume and spandex and whatever to show her youth and, and all of that, right? 
So she mm. looks quite innocent. It's quite symbolic as well. Her yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like foreshadowment in that. I can't help my English uh, education coming through in this where it's like <laughs> the foreshadowment of her being a tree that will eventually be chopped down is amazing in that right i think her being a tree and being like this kind of, like you've read this midsummer night's dream right where like the trees don't really have any importance at all um in midsummer night's dream i mean they are important but they're not really the fourth character yeah. and i think for her to be a tree and then suddenly be in the background i mean he was there to see her his her sister right like yeah. she wasn't even supposed to be the girl that he sees but it's like the foreshadowment of her being like this tree who will become everything and then suddenly be chopped down is like the most, yeah. I remember watching that and thinking like, she was cunning in the way that her sister told her not to come down and she came down. And then just her in these like tights, just like running around and like being all shy and like coy and stuff. I think that was like such a good scene to, um, but in there i think it's also a good scene that where we see that she is actually coming from wealth i think that was like important that they showed that like she wasn't just this girl out of nowhere like she was coming from wealth which yeah. i think like, when people talk about kate middleton for example that there there's this reluctance to say that she comes from wealth that yeah. somehow she does understand the the difficulties or the that comes with the royal family mm-hmm. um which i think is important that they showed in the crown but yeah, yeah. No, i agree yeah. i agree especially if we have comparisons between like if we compare um how the how the press defined kate as a commoner and how the press mm-hmm. also defined down as a commoner both just don't make sense in terms yeah. of definition with Diana, yeah. it doesn't make sense because her dad is literally an L. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one, no, my, my dad's not an L. Like, I don't know if your dad is, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't get I remember being at school when Kate Middleton was getting married, right? And I remember a teacher being like, oh, she's a commoner. And I remember thinking, she's not, though. She's not this girl from Tottenham who he saw out <laughs> and was suddenly like, let's get married, mm. right? Like, there's a whole difficulty with that, the whole, like, commoner i think it's the fairy tale element though right yeah. of like here's a common girl here's cinderella and then a prince is gonna come and like change her life i think that is like naive in a sense and i'm glad the crown didn't do that the glad like the crown did kind of way make her into like the whole like cleaning her sister's apartment and stuff um i think it's hilarious because it's just like yeah, I think it's hilarious, but it's like so Diana at the same time, right? Like she was always like the people's princess and it's like she cleaned apartments. So yeah, so it's fine. So it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just something that she did, um, which I think is quite nice. But back to the fashion, sorry, I'm just waffling. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's nice. It's all good. It's all good. I really liked what you said about like the symbolism of her being a tree though. I never thought about that. And also what you said about how the trees in Midsummer Night's Dream, they're not really like a main character, right? So they don't really yeah. have that much importance in terms of like, yeah, they're not really that integral to the entire like plot of, of, of the mm-hmm. story. And the fact that Prince Charles, in all honesty, well, from what we see in The Crown, seems to marry her because he is aware that he just needs to marry her to sort of get his family off his back and also yeah. because she's not because she's viewed in their eyes as, as a commoner 
she's not mm-hmm. that important to the to the narrative of the royal family yeah. and how that then changes when the public fall in love with her like years later yeah. i think we see that in the crown though right like i think that when she goes to balmoral where there is that um tess which is hilarious it's a hilarious episode i think when you get like margaret fracture and failing miserably and then having diana kind of just uses her wit i think he that was intimidating to him that someone was could captivate the whole family like even anne who anne just isn't impressed with anyone um but even anne like was impressed by her i think they all thought that she was this naive girl that they could control yeah i think you get to see a little glimpse when like you know when they're up shooting and it's her and prince philip and prince philip is like it's the left the wind is coming from the left and she's like no it's coming from the right like i know i'm right i think that's the bit where they were like they they thought they could control and i think diana was just not like she wasn't someone that was going to be controlled especially by men I think like she's very like aware that I think she fought for justice, which I think is something similar to what Princess Margaret wanted to do, but just couldn't. Like I think Princess Margaret was committed and loyal to the crown and was like, this is her life. Yeah. I think that's obviously different from Diana, where she's like not not like she hasn't been brought up in the same setting. I think, but yeah. But it is is very interesting. Did you never think of that with the tree, her being a tree? Um, You know what? No, because when I when I first watched it, I was just like, what kind? I was like, what kind of madness is this? Like, (laughs) the whole thing was weird. I was like, why? What is this? I didn't know what was going on. I thought Mm. it was like a dream sequence or something. I didn't. It's only after I saw that I think I I definitely paused like paused the TV and I just I googled. I was like, when did Charles first meet Diana? We weren't alive when. Princess yeah. Diana died, and so and we definitely went on Earth around when she was when she was alive, yeah. right? So so all the images that I saw growing up of her with uh, Prince Harry, Prince William, Prince Charles, in my mind, I assumed that she was grown, like grown enough, right? So like thirty something. Yeah. What do you think of her ring, by the way? The ring that she chooses. Okay, so I can't remember what all the other rings look like in the scene, but I think there was a green one, a red one and a blue one right yeah yeah Yeah, i can't remember if there was another color i feel like there was like a clear one but i don't think so i like a plain diamond one right like a plain yeah 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 i hmm well mm, mm, (laughs) i mean no you know what i think it's a bit strange in it because we are of the generation where that ring doesn't mean princess diana that ring means kate middleton now do you know what i mean so yeah yeah and I don't know, it's a bit, um, I mean, apparently she chose the ring because it reminded her of her, her yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And no, her mother's, her yeah. mother's ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. her mum had an engagement ring that looked like that. Um, and also the ring historically um, is linked to the royal family because Prince Albert gave a brooch that looked very similar to it to Queen Victoria. Um, yeah. Came back from holiday or something, I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the ring is the ring is nice and it's cute. And in terms of how it looks with her eyes and stuff, it mm-hmm. works personally. Um, it wouldn't suit me, I don't think. Um, and it's a lot of jewelry for one hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know how I feel about the ring either. I think it's just it's not something I would pick personally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I think with my skin tone, um, this is the thing, right? I don't think people realize this, but when you buy engagement ring, you have to think of like skin tone 100%. and like what matches with this. Because I feel like sometimes it's just like things that are designed for white people that wouldn't necessarily work on like people of color. Like it's just it's just not um <clears throat> thing. I remember this girl had like a similar like blue diamond ring and I remember just thinking, oh it doesn't suit her. Like it doesn't go with the whole like what she's about. Mm. But yeah I don't think the, I think the ring is good on her. Mm. But I don't think I would I don't like it personally. I think it's interesting in the crown when we see how the public views the ring on her and that is when her and Charles do the press announcement um I'm not even when I tell you when we'll talk about the clothes in a minute yeah honestly when I watched it and then the like reporter was like oh um are you are you in love or how does it feel to be in love and Charles said whatever in love means I said what I I I think I, I, I screamed. I said no. And I paused my TV. I was like, no, no I need to Google this. Is this because I couldn't tell if it was real? I actually said that in real life. Yeah. I saw the footage. I saw the footage. I was like, no way. No yeah. way. Like, I was, you know what? A part of me was in shock because, A, I didn't understand how through the crown is when I first found out that he had said that. I was quite surprised how that wasn't. A- yeah, I think they kind of like dismissed his behavior a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. Nah, I think nah, if, nah. if someone had said that, what well, I would have gone ballistic. For, like, <laughs> I don't know yeah, whatever in love means. What do? You, why are we doing this if you don't even know what that means? Like, <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. interesting because the Crown did a really good job throughout the entire season four, season one, season two, season three, whatever. But with this particular scene, it did a really good job in terms of, or I should say, like Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin did a really good job in terms of mimicking the body language and getting that down. Yeah. Well, that moment because that moment was international everybody saw it yeah. in the four corners of the world so the from the way her, their voices were from the way they dismissed from the way prince charles dismissed it to even when he says what he says emma corrin's face is almost exactly like how princess diana's mm. face was yeah sort of like uh, in you know when you're thinking in your head but it kind of shows through your facial expression like did you really yeah. hear that? i can't hide that you know like when i when that happens to me when someone says something i can't hide how i feel like my face just tells you everything even if i'm like no it's fine my face will show you that it's not mm-hmm. um I think, yeah, the crown definitely does a good job on that. I think the clothes they wear in that scene is, like, identical, right? Like, it could have just been the same clothes. Yeah. Um, it had to be, though. It had to be. You can't... Yeah, yeah. It is much. such a massive, yeah, moment. But I think, like, Diana was... Uh, I think she was still... I think when you look at the pictures... Uh, side by side I think you do like if you nitpick you will find one mm. stuff that are like different and stuff like the watch the ring yeah. um and stuff like that but it's quite remarkable that they did that um mm. I still hate the hair in this scene like I don't like the clothes like I know they wore this in real life but if yeah. you had to judge the clothes I hate it like I hate this um like pantsuit vibe like going to the office um that's the vibe it gives me it gives me like working girl um going to work office vibes um it's interesting you got that because i i i can i can see that i didn't get that i got um i got like air hostess yeah if qatar airlines decided to go from like their burgundy to like royal blue 
that's what yeah. I thought. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. But also, I think it's very British, very, very like what you'd expect Monarchy mm. to wear kind of clothes i think it's very different to what she would have wanted to wear so i don't know if you know this story because you might do but you saying that it's very different to what she wanted to wear is interesting because princess diana originally went shopping obviously for an outfit to wear for this big like announcement thing huh? yeah. and she went um, shopping in a boutique in knightsbridge right so west london mm-hmm. high end or whatever and the sales yeah. assistant had the audacity to tell her look love you might want to go shop somewhere that's more affordable yeah. more in your price range so then diana had to go to um she went to the reports and stuff say she went to department store and they say it as if it was Debenham. She went to Harrods, but anyways, and she bought this, um, she bought the outfit off the rack um, and, and wore it to address the nation to say that she was going to be engaged to, you know, the heir to the throne after a sales yeah. said that she's not worthy. I think because we've seen like Meghan and Harry and we've seen like Kate and um, Prince William, mm-hmm. This one feels so disconnected. I feel like with theirs, it was like matchy matchy. It was like, even though it's not matchy matchy as in we're wearing like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, <laughs> but it's still like matchy in a sense that compliments. With these two, it's just so far from each other. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah, I think they tried to do the whole like common girl aspect mm. of like, this is what a commoner would wear. And it's just like, no. Like, nobody's going to look like Harrods and buying this off the rack and wearing it. Like, no. the detailing of the outfit from what we saw in the crown, I'm not sure in real life, was quite interesting because it had like this um, the lapel of the blazer was like sort of like wavy and scalloped. I don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And yeah, yeah, yeah. nice how it sat on like her chest and then like the little birds and stuff. I never really noticed it like the first time I watched the crown, I didn't really notice that those were birds. And then yeah. the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's really cute. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. In the photos that they, uh, like, released of this mm. moment, when you compare it, I hate how in the crown, Emma, um, her head is tilted this way. It's tilted, like, to the right. Mm. And then in real life, it's tilt like, it's just straight or tilted to the left. I don't know. These little things bugs me. I know it's, like, nitpicky, but it just, it bugs me because I'm just, like, I know it's, it's like, I know that this is entertainment and it's not real. Like, it's not supposed to be real, but it is real. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, these yeah. moments happened where, like, I just, it's just these little things where I'm like, oh, this, they could have worked better on that. Like, who let this slip? But, yeah, these little things. But I do think they're close. The hair, mm-hmm. um, like, Prince Charles' hair and stuff, it just kind of looks better. <laughs> The wedding dress, I love, like, I have very precise views on wedding dress in general, but then I think with the royal family, I have a lot of uh, opinions. I think (laughs) Princess Diana's wedding dress is iconic, right? Like, everybody was waiting for this moment. Everybody knew what it would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I even get disappointed. I hate how, like, uncle they got, right? Like, how it was just, like material that they used they didn't really think about it but I think the sheer volume of it was um, amazing and I love how the crown redid that like they did the whole thing I mean growing up you see images of like the, the wedding and stuff and you know it's a big thing it's a big deal and whatever 
And yeah. I've always grew up not liking the dress because I was just like, well, you know I mean, it was so yeah. poofy and puffy. And yeah, we grew up in the early 2000s and that whole aesthetic is supermodel skinny, everything close yeah. to your body. And now it's bigger hugging and showing your curves and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like, when I saw it, I was like, what kind of, what is this mess kind of thing? It reminded me of meringue pie. Um, <laughs> I don't know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think what I like about this dress though is yeah. that it stays true to kind of what she's been wearing yeah. before what she is going to wear later on with the collar like with yeah. the um, like the Peter Pan collar that she wears and the poofy sleeves mm-hmm. I think it is very much that era like it is very much in the moment this was what was in yeah and we would see like thousands of other women wear later on like thousands of brides yeah. trying to date um but I think out of the wedding dresses that we've seen for the royals, this is like probably like my third favorite or something. Like I don't really love it, but What's it is kind of. Um, I think I'm tied between Princess Anne's mm-hmm. wedding dress, and then I. First of all, she's not my favorite, but I have to say that Princess Beatrice that just got married last year. The repurposing of that queen's dress was like amazing. I love that dress completely. But I think mine is like uh, Princess Anne's dress and then probably Princess Eugenie. I loved her dress. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I didn't like Meghan's dress. I know this is like controversial and stuff, but I just didn't like it. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, no, you know what? I'm looking at pictures of Princess Anne's wedding dress right here. And yeah. I can see why you like it. It's not it's not an ugly dress at all. But it does remind me. She got married twice though. But if it's the yeah. one with, if it's the one with the train, um, yeah, um it's, not, it's her first wedding you're talking about, right? I think so. I think it's the one with the um the sleeves, you know, the like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm looking yeah. at that now and I don't know why, but she looks like to me she she's giving me Princess Leia from Star Wars or is it Star Wars? Yeah, I think so. I think that was like that moment, right, where this mm. was like in trend. But I think I love the like I love the sleeves. I think it is such a um dramatic, which is what you want to be on your wedding, right? Like you don't want to like be forgotten. I think I love the sleeves and I love that um like the sleeves fall down, right? They do these like tulip sleeves. Um but then even the top bit where it's like high colour goes down I just love that dress so much um I think yeah I think she's kind of like overshadowed I think uh in the like when you kind of dress weddings um people think of weddings and stuff but I do love that dress I love how like she looks so young Mm -hmm. and like so like put together and like pristine and like um yeah I just love that dress I love yeah and then I love Princess Eugenie's dress that she wore two years ago now. I don't know when she got married, but her dress was, like, one of my favourites. Um, yeah, I love her, the tiara that she got to wear. Oh, yeah. Like, that green old one. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think with what Emma Corrin wears in The Crown as Princess Diana for the wedding scene. I don't even know if it was... You can't really call it a scene because it was just her walking away from the camera. Yeah, I think they didn't show that the whole yeah. wedding thing because it was already out. Like, if yeah. you want to watch that, you can just go watch it because um, it was, like, covered. Um, 
Yeah, I do love that scene. I love the voiceover that comes with that scene of like, this is what fairy tales are made of. Because I think we, as the audience, we already know that this doesn't end well. Mm, that was from the yeah. wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. That was from the wedding itself. Yeah. Oh, eerie, 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 <laughs> eerie. Um, yeah. No, but I think what I liked about the dress is as well is, so the costume designer for The Crown, who was basically looking over all of Emma Crone's outfits for um, mm-hmm. Prince Diana, was Amy Roberts. And she actually yeah. worked with the original dressmakers of Prince Diana's dress. Well, they're called the Emmanuels. And so yeah. they were married before they're now like divorced or separated. And the husband of that duo is mm-hmm. the is one of the presenters for the UK Say Yes to the Dress, which yeah, is really brand. You know what I mean? It's very on brand for what he's supposed yeah. to be. So that was quite cool. I really like that. Not only was the Crown um, dedicated to accuracy in terms of like mimicking what happened in real life, but also getting the originators to yeah. help assemble all of that together. It shows how this basically happened. Also, like, it's not, it didn't happen, like, 2,000 years ago. It happened quite recently. There were people who are still alive who still remember these things and who were part of it. And I think that's the bit where I'm, like, I love that so much. I love how, like, they got these, the costume designers that, like, had input on what goes well. I love how The Crown became, like, this thing about the royal family and then to this, like, fashion moment that, like happens with Jackie Kennedy and then the rest of them but yeah I love Jackie Kennedy's style mm-hmm. um which I think is kind of similar to Diana's I think after Diana gets divorced um which I mean we haven't seen on the crown yet but I think it is um I think their style both of them uh once um Jackie Kennedy loses her husband and Diana divorces Charles um it's quite similar with this I think we'd always seen them in like high event outfits and then to see them turned down is quite like nice and um later on but yeah no, I, I think the wedding yeah I think the wedding dress kind of like prepares you for what we're gonna see next like with Diana I listen the whole the whole the whole wedding like attire prepares because I'm yeah. I don't know if in the scene we, we sort of see her getting dressed and getting ready for like for the ceremony right yeah Right, so when she wears the shoes, notice, yeah, so the shoes are, are, they're kind of beautiful, so they've got, like, um, they're made out of satin and lace and stuff, Um, Mm -hmm. and actually the original, like, lace maker for, I think, the shoes and the dress, well, his son worked with the costume designers for the crown to, like, reproduce all of this again, it's quite cool, but the shoes were, like, these short heels, so think of, like, kitten heels, but, like, less than a kitten, basically, and the reason why the royal family put her in that like outfit because it was the royal family not it was i don't believe diana saw those shoes and said i will wear them for my wedding day it's because her and charles were the same height because they were both five ten, and obviously she can't be looking taller than the future king of england can she so like nah i hated the shoes though like i know you said they were quite pretty but i just hated them so much like i don't know like i hated them in the show and i hate them in real life because i just think that like they're just not the shoes that you'd want to wear to your wedding like they're just not it like yeah I just I didn't like it at all um I think they could have done her a little bit more justice than that I think that's why she wanted her dress to be super puffy at the bottom so nobody would see those horrible shoes um I think you're right 
towards the end of this season of The Crown, yes. we see her style change in in line with how it did in real life, where she's sort of got rid of like the thrilly ruffle material and all of that, and she tended to opt for silhouettes that were more streamlined and sleek. Um, and apparently, this is because she didn't like how cluttered and messy she looked on camera, which I thought was quite sad because she didn't look that bad. But I guess with everybody giving an opinion on what you look like and how you should look like, you probably buy into that, which is understandable. The last thing we see her in, this is my favourite outfit that we see her in because prior to knowing what it's supposed to represent, at least the dress that that she wore in real life, just Mm -hmm. an all-time favourite because I feel like Emma Corrin looks amazing in this dress. The long black dress with like this dramatic tuxedo lapel thing. Mm -hmm. It's almost like giving cleavage, but it's not. But it's really cool. Yeah. And then she wears it just after Prince Philip threatens, you know, threatens her to stay in the marriage and says, um, what does he say? He says something like, oh, let's just say I don't see things ending well for you. And I'm just like, it's on so A foreshadowment from the stag, right? Like, yes. Because that was a Christmas thing, right? And she's the only one who looks like she is impacted by any sort of trouble. Prince Charles yeah. is their man in his business. Everyone else in the royal family is their man in their business, acting like this yeah. is the land of Christmas. Meanwhile, Prince Charles knows that he's doing his wife dirty. Uh, Princess Diana... Everybody knows, though, right? Like, everybody yeah. knows. What everybody knows, yeah. yeah. Princess, Princess Diana now, sort of, from having that conversation with Prince Philip, someone who, in earlier episodes, seemed to be her, her ally, if that makes sense, yeah? Somebody who mm-hmm. she rely on and lean on then realizes actually that nobody in this family actually cares about me i think if mm. it's not in that same episode or maybe in an episode before um she calls the queen mum and the queen is just like looking at her like yeah. I don't know. like <laughs> what i was talking about where like diana is obviously a warm person like she yeah. needs affection she needs this um she basically needs the uh, like I feel like if Diana was if this was happening today Diana would be a pick me girl like have you seen that scene in Grey's Anatomy where like Meredith goes pick me love me yeah, Diana yeah. is that person she is the like she is the pick me girl um she needs that like a firm like she needs someone to like to tell her that she's okay and she is all these things yeah. and I think nobody tells her like not even her husband and I think when she tries to hug the queen it was like I remember just going ill like what are you doing ill like get off like I think that is that where she's like she needs the warmth and she needs the love I think which is kind of like them trying to deal with what will happen later with her like her kids um needing that but um yeah I think it is the dress that you're talking about is amazing. I always just think it looked better in real life, though. Like, oh, the real dress. Of course. The you know what? I'm a, bit, I'm a bit annoyed that they didn't make it, that they didn't, like, give us a, a replication of the real thing. But then I understand because yeah. that dress in real life, or at least the dress that's supposed to represent in real life, was such a... It's so cemented in, in a time when she was not with Charles. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense for them to have that dress. It would just, it would, wouldn't make any sense. If the creators of The Crown, the costume designers of The Crown, decided to bring that dress, like an, a complete replica of what she wore in real life, into that scene in the last episode, it would mess up our whole time frame of what, what we believe yeah. was happening. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So but I'm, I can't hope in the next couple of seasons, I hope, what, well, in the next season, 
there is a moment where she like steps out of the car and she is wearing that it dress where like the legs are showing and she's like and I think the actress that they choose with Elizabeth um can't say her second name um she has that she has the whole like sexy look which is like I think I hate to say this but after Diana divorces Charles right I think this is when we get like this sexy Diana like the like I don't know the like the fashion really begins for her because it's just her style then um which was it's like an early version of this dress where like she just looks amazing the hair I this is this is the one bit of the show where I'm like the hair is actually doing something like yeah, it is yeah, yeah. working um yeah I love I hate how she looks sad but it's like understandable why she looks sad but the dress is just like so nice I hate how we don't really see her happy until like well since before Charles like we see her happy when she's like meeting Charles for the first couple of times but like the child we don't really get to see when she like first holds William or like any of that like it's just like none of that is really told um but I do love this dress um I love how I really like, like the dress especially because when we think of what the dress sort of mimics I know what mm. the dress represents is supposed to be like her this is basically like Diana through her clothing saying like I've I've had enough basically and yeah. like the fact that the dress is black it's an it's there's an air of like maturity about how she's going to approach everything from then on mm-hmm. and then also mm-hmm. in terms of like what the in the real life version of the dress um I think people say that this is one of Diana's most memorable like looks of all time and I can actually believe that because from when I think of Princess Diana this is like one of the images that I can see in my head because of the dress that she wears it's like this off-the-shoulder black dress and she's arriving um she's coming out of a car and she's going to a vanity fair party and she has like this choker and I think it's got like pearls on the side I want that right I want it I want it and then she comes her legs her legs just look incredible her legs oh my gosh and she comes out and then she people call it the revenge dress because they weren't expecting her to attend anything especially Mm. that particular party because that party happened the same evening when charles's uh confession about his affair with camilla was released to the nation and they thought that she was gonna hide away so that's that's also but then the main reason why i think this this dress is just like oh it's everything is because camilla wore it wore the same dress i think a few years yeah 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 um Um, like if you look up yeah like camilla camilla i don't know camilla versus diana or something like that dress you'll see it like black dress i'm trying to see she wore i saw it on twitter the other day and i was in shock you see it i've seen it yeah yeah like basically like the same ish kind of vibe like camilla's wearing this um like uh sweetheart strapless black dress yeah. like a choker uh, thing and then like the same kind of choker vibe that princess diana has got it's interesting that diana's choker matches her wedding ring i'm not sure yeah. if um because obviously camilla and charles got married like decades after the fact but i'm not mm-hmm. sure if by any coincidence matches the ring that she ended up wearing when she married charles eventually yeah, I just love it because I mean, you know, honestly, who doesn't love a, a who who wore it better kind of thing? I think it's hard to um, one. I can't believe that there there was um, 
that these people knew each other, like Camilla and Diana. Yeah. Um, I can't really imagine what their conversations, what their, um, you know, there's that conversation in the crown where they go out to eat and stuff. And I can't imagine that going on uh, in real life because if, if I was Camilla, I would die inside. I would be like cringe. Like I can't deal with this at all. Um, but she kind of deals with it like it's nothing like yeah whatever like this is what it is and I just can't do that and I think like I think that's what drives Diana as well as to like the end where she's like I I'm not gonna deal with this like this is not it like for me but that dress I I don't think anybody could wear that dress and look like that and I think it was like tailor-made for her um to wear I want to know how or if the crown has impacted your personal style. I mm-hmm. wanted to refer to an interview that Helena Bonham Carter did with Variety. Helena also played Princess Margaret Crown season three and four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically revealed that despite there being so many rules to being a royal, choosing your own outfits, choosing your own clothes is not one of them. She actually said that people in the royal family don't actually get to wear their own clothes. They usually get dressed by their staff and given outfits to reflect the mood of the event rather than reflecting their own mood. So I was just curious as to, from our discussion about Princess Diana and basically going through her life of, well, I don't know, her years being 16 to 28 um, Mm -hmm. in season four of The Crown, if you in your own like day-to-day life dress for your mood and for yourself or dress according to where you're going for me it's definitely both mm-hmm. um i think events definitely impacts what i wear just being someone who's like asian muslim um there are certain events that i wouldn't wear the same outfit to you then I would go into uni or going out with my friends. Uh, so I definitely think that events does change my outfit choices. But I think also my mood is definitely uh, an impact on what I wear um, and how I dress. I think when you get comfortable in like, this is what you want to wear, it's so much better. That's basically what we see Diana go through in yeah. the season of The Crown. And I just think it's really fitting that we see I guess we sort of see her go through go through the journey of finding herself through through clothes and through fashion and that's something that we're basically in the middle of if that makes sense and there's still like I guess every day our relationship with ourselves is being defined and maybe reworked through the clothes that we want to wear and that we like and I think Mm. more so now than than ever before because of social media and all of that but I just think it's really interesting the fact that I guess everybody has a little bit of Diana in them. She was so open with like um like her relationships with like Charles and her relationship with the Queen I think as well like her relationships with like other fashion um designers were like open like she wasn't like hiding who she was wearing or like um anything like that so I think um it made her more common in a sense like it made her feel like she was one of us yeah um which is so weird because like we're saying we don't really we didn't we didn't live in the same era as her but she suddenly feels like we could have met her last week and um you know her like you know everything about her that's I think that's the bit that create the bit that I don't envy is people knowing everything about you but 
think yeah, I think she's quite um relatable. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, I think I posted a lot while I was watching it. Just yeah. I, yeah, I had so much to say, which thank you for inviting me to this because it was uh, lovely to digest um, everything. So that's it for another episode of Real Fashion, talking all things Lady Di, Princess Diana and dressing like royalty. Please make sure to check out Samia's creative space, aka her Instagram page, at X, where she posts all of her artwork and follow us on twitter and instagram at real fashion pod use the hashtags hashtag real fashion hashtag real fashion pod or you can send us an email if you'd like to contribute to any future shows all links in the description and lastly have a great week bye everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.